All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? I'm Paulo13, here with Frenic. This is the Get Down Podcast. Special shout out to our sponsors, Mezcal Agua Santa, keeping us drunk before this episode. Also, Dragon Energy, 902 Lit Clothing. Thank you very much for your support. We love y'all, motherfuckers. Today, we actually got a really, really motherfucking exciting episode. Because this is like, this is generations of fucking hip hop. Like, this is wealths of different knowledge coming together, which is really, in my opinion, what the culture is about. So, let, let's introduce you guys. Ghetto Socks, uh, Dropping Science, Backburner, Sipset. Alpha Flight, Grand Wizard, <laughs> Ghetto <we> Socks. <laughs> yeah, I already know. Fucking with the design, with the music, with the fuck, you name yeah. it. Don't hurt. All right, that's the OG. Now, let's get know. to the YGs. <laughs> the YGs. Young Bucks. <laughs> well, you know, I'm Kyle Clayton, uh, LDN, you know, let dreams be noticed. That's me. That's what I do every day, all day. Mm-hmm. Luke Berryman, LDN Records. <laughs> I love the pause, yo. Luke, Luke. Berryman. <laughs> Berryman. LDN Records. Motherfucking right. I'm Frantic, I'm always here. <laughs> always here. Frantic got a couple mezcals on him before we shot this episode, so get ready for talking That's to Frantic. Smiles, baby. No mic, too. This is gonna be <laughs> so fucking fun, yo. I'm excited about this episode because, in my opinion, you guys are both significant for very different reasons. Like, maybe similar reasons, but like your come up was different. And that's why I'm so excited to see this conversation take place, right? Because like as an artist, there's always going to be similarities, but when you're coming up, we'll like create differences, right? Like the hip hop game when you were starting out, completely mm. different than now, right? Like, True. like, like if we want to look at the most basic way it's changed, social media, Definitely. Big right? Like the way you want to come up is different, right? Like, you know, I feel like when you were starting out, it was like shows, you know, mm-hmm. maybe putting out like your little mixtape or album, right? And like trying to get in blogs or like local, like, you know, Exclaim or The Coast or mm-hmm. whatever. Whereas now that seems less relevant to you guys True. as like reaching out on the internet and like connecting with people from different places and building your audience that way. Yeah, definitely. So I guess one of the big things is like, the difference between, like, hip hop, even when I was coming up, is like, oh, sorry, y'all. There's a pizza here? No. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. They don't deliver till three. What the fuck? So, all right, one of the biggest differences. <laughs> <laughs> this right. is what happens when you give this guy <laughs> too much drinks in the mess. I woke up with Santa. I woke up and I just kept it going. No, but like, so like, you know, even when I was coming up, is like the the importance of coming up locally. You had to come up it's through taking, the local scene. Taking forever to get into this question. Like, <laughs> <It> is, <laughs> I'm like, when does when does yeah, yeah, you start? Start with the introductions first. We already did that. Yeah. No, but like, kind of. Get get into history of two sides. <laughs> then... My nigga had that in here the whole time. <laughs> Where were you hiding that? Just go on. What were you saying? In the hoodie pocket. No. All right. What I'm saying is though, like, so like, 
you would come up, like we would come up through the local scene. We'd gain local recognition from yeah. local DJs, other local artists, local fans, and then your fan base would build that way, mm -hmm. right? Because we didn't have like the internet and shit where you could just reach out to people from like yeah. wherever, or it was like real young. MySpace was a thing. MySpace, MySpace like, yeah. you know, people used to have rap battles through text over the internet. That's you know what crazy. I mean? what? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, text battles was like a thing. Oh my Not God. Not really though. <laughs> yeah. For him, for his friends they were. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were up no, on couldn't, that. You just, couldn't you just find lines, just whatever, and just yeah. beat them down to get them Copy and paste. You, yeah, yeah. There was all sorts of bullshit. But like, what I'm saying is like, for like your, your guys' generation, it almost makes sense to reach out to people that aren't from your area. Yeah. Where you can reach out to somebody from the States, or South Africa, or England, and you can build a fan base there through just talking and like having the same shared interest in music, yeah. whereas we would have to come up through our area and then expand from there and meet people, mm. right? And I think that's one of the, I, this isn't even a motherfucking question, it's just like one of the biggest things that I find mm. is different in hip hop. Like, I have a hard time with social media. I don't really like this shit. Yeah. The only reason I do it is because I'm an artist. Exactly. No, right? No. Same, same so, thing. Like, I feel the same though. Yeah. But the thing is, I feel like you guys being a couple years younger, you know how to use it better. Yeah. To your I'm advantage. Really yeah. We've always had it. So yeah, I mean? we always had it. When I first got a phone, That's I, I mean. had Snapchat, I had Instagram so when it first just, came out. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So right? like, I, rem I remember I was 14 when Facebook became a thing. Yeah. And I remember making my account and being scared as a motherfucker that I was gonna get found by like some people that were gonna take all my information, which I'm still worried about. <laughs> and why am I turning with my back towards the camera? Fucking Mezcal Santa. thank you. <laughs> uh, but like, the relationship with social media is a really interesting thing for artists these days. Cause like sometimes it's not even about your music, it's about how you market yourself or promote yeah. yourself and your social media presence, right? Well, yeah. like, content is king. I think content so, is king yeah. too. Yeah. I'm down so, there for me. Like you have all these different media options, social media options. It can be overwhelming, you know, for someone, especially like you're saying, you have difficulty hacking it. But the key to it is just creating unique content for, you know, for the gram, for, you know, TikTok, you know, Twitter, whatever, each one should have unique um, content. Because otherwise, you know, people that are watching for you, you know, you want them, you want to incentivize them to follow you on all these different platforms. But if you're just aggregating all your media straight through, so it's like, check out my new album cover, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And you have just the same thing plastered across everything, you know, they're going to be like, oh, I'm sick of getting bombed yeah. by this this cat. Where it's like, yes. you know, you oh, here's a single, here's the album cover over here. Here's like my new kicks or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like give them like a taste of different aspects of your world that you're creating. Of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with I, that. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, big thing I've learned is a uh, big thing is motivation, education, and entertainment. So if you can mm. nail all those three centers of like social media networking, like you're set. Mm. For sure. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know about a lot of people, but I find, like, my favorite artists, I love their music and shit, obviously. Yeah. But I also love them as a person. Even if I don't know them, I feel like I almost know yeah, them. And I got things music. I relate to. You know what I mean? Like, like this motherfucker pulling out a hamburger and eating it. <laughs> I hold the blue though. Hey, there, but, like, but, like, but like, that's not front. That's just, that's just, that's just <laughs> literally, like, as long as I know this motherfucker, that's just him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, like, like that. And, like, 
whatever, I'm hungover, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm eating my burger during the interview. Fuck y'all. And like, just certain things you love about an artist, yeah. like that, their personality, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's so important to like make know, sure. know the artist, like be able to just listen to yeah. them through their music, but you can get to know them through yeah. their music. Yeah. Well, I think there's a much more longevity and like making music that's true to you yeah. instead of just riding a wave and playing to an audience. That's what I try to do. I try to just stay as true to myself as much as possible. When I make my like my music for yeah. myself, it's true to myself yeah. as much as possible. And the thing is about the balance, right? Is like staying true to yourself, but also being true to yourself and engaging people. Exactly. You know what I mean? And like that's something we were talking about earlier. Is like I was talking about you. Is like I find uh, like a lot of your solo work is different, like content or like different thematically yeah. than your collaborative uh, work. Collaborative work, right? Yeah. And uh, I feel like because on your solo work, at least like from what I find with me, is like I'm trying to tell more my story and what I know. Yeah. Whereas sometimes when I'm doing collaborations, I'll meet the other artist in the middle or like, or like I'll have more liberty to just, you know, kind of like flex in my rhymes. You know yeah, what I mean? Like I'm do, not like, do more than you would usually do on something that's more to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. And like, you know, knowing how to collaborate is really important. Right, like, cause like, you know, if I'm gonna get uh, any of y'all on a song, I'm gonna get you on a song, not just cause like yeah. I think it would get more recognition, but it's like cause you should be on that song. Song, yeah. exactly. Like, this song's meant for you if I want you to be on this. Yeah, song. that's why I like with collaborations too. Yeah, like for on real. my album, I got a song called Deep Fried Pepperoni. Right, <laughs> I love pepperoni, and I I reached out to this gentleman here, right, cause like thematically, food has always been a big thing in his bars. You yeah. know what I mean, and like. I like heard the song and I was like, who could I hear rapping about this? Socks. It wasn't just like, you know, like you got a bigger name than me or like whatever. It's like this song needs your fucking schwa schwa. You're, yeah. you're, like, you're like little like flair, you know what no, I mean? No, that's like, like when I make music with him a lot. When I make a song and I know like I'm in his realm when I'm making this song, I know I need him on it. Like, there's no way he has to be on this song. And vice versa. And vice versa. Like, he'll make songs that are meant for me, but he'll just hop on it. And then be like, you gotta hop on this. Like, yeah, I know you'll go crazy on it. Yeah. Does anybody ever ask you to do a song that you, you're kind of uncomfortable with? I say no. I, if they do, then we it, don't do it. It depends. Like, I like all types of music. So, like, yeah. if I like the song or the beat or how it's going, I'll hop on it no matter what kind of genre it is or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? During COVID, like, during the pandemic, I hopped on, like, a reggae beat. Like, the first time I went on, like, a dancehall type beat. Yeah. And I just, I like the context of the song. I went on it. But I just mean like maybe like content wise. Right. So like for example, like my big example is like Jay Z did Big Pimpin' with UGK. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then later on, he was upset about the content of his bars and being like disrespectful to women or whatever. I don't know if he was just saying that to save face or that's actually how he felt. But has that ever happened to you where like somebody asked you to get on track or you wrote a bar and then like later on you just didn't feel comfortable with it the same way you did at the time? For sure. So it just depends though. Like. I also want to put myself in it, like a track that I'll write that like I know I'm gonna be in a situation where I'm gonna th overthink that. Yeah. Or yeah. like if I know I can't write something that's gonna be true to me also on the track while I'm trying to go into your element, you then I probably it. won't hop on the track. Sometimes like taking opportunities is important, but knowing when to bow out Definitely. is important too. Right. When like this isn't for me, you know. Thank you, but yeah, I mean like I think that if you're if you have any like you know worth as an artist, you're always gonna be growing. And you're always going to be critical of yourself. You know what I mean? So, I I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't put it. 
I wouldn't question, you know, Jay-Z looking back on lyrics and being like, oh, I've outgrown that or that was not a good look. Like, I constantly, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you get older, you get you're more mature, your tastes change, you know what I mean? Your sensibilities, you become wiser in a sense. And, you know, it's natural to, like, want to... I mean, since like, then, Jay-Z has, has had daughters and shit, right? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that would have, like, yeah. a genuine... Like, you just grow and change. Yeah, what's change. Change. what's yeah. interesting about this shit, right, is, like, there's so many levels, right? So it's, like... This is where you were at, or this is what you said, or maybe you didn't even think about the implications of what you said. Yeah. You were just like writing bars. Right? And then you grow as a person, right? And you like think and like, you know, you don't feel that way. Even if you don't say it out publicly, but sometimes people hold that image of you and okay. they're unwilling to let go of it. Right? And like, it doesn't matter like that that's not how you feel or like you realize what it's wrong. It's like the thing about artists is you make yourself so vulnerable. Right? And exactly. like and like sometimes people are really not understanding or like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've said shit on but songs that I'm like I'm like You can't let that you phase also, you. But you also yeah. put yourself in a situation you're making music, so you know certain people are not gonna like what you're doing. Yeah. Or they're of not course. gonna understand. So like And you put that out there. You put yeah. that out there. So yeah. like when I make music, I know I guarantee you're gonna say something that someone's not gonna like. Of course. So no like, matter what. Honestly, one thing my old man always told me is like, you do good, you do bad, somebody's always gonna have something to say about it. Yeah. Right? Like, no matter what, somebody's always gonna have something to say about it. So you just do what you feel is true to you, right? And if you fuck up, take accountability for your fuck ups, right? Like, honestly, like, that's one, everybody fucks up. Yeah. But if you're willing to learn, that's the biggest thing exactly. I look for in a person, right? It's like, as an artist, as a person, as whatever, is like accountability. When you fuck up, Fran, I gotta go pee. Drink a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what would be a good idea for this show mm. is never give Frantic a mic, and and just like whenever he says anything, just do subtitles for him. That'd be awesome. That that would be hard. <laughs> that would be hard. <laughs> That's a good idea. But I think you need to have two cameras, probably one one fixed, a and, then, and have like a frantic cam. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you could cut to him, and he'd be like. <laughs> like, like, like it's all about education like <laughs> think about this for like it would be a meme generator he's like it's all about education and you know like, that that shit like boom that one that's that same honestly what i love about Fredrick's my motherfucking dog what i love about Fredrick is he won't say shit for like and then 30 minutes, and then he'll drop like the jewel. Yeah. He'll drop the shit that you need that's to what hear. I'm saying. Like it's fucking that's like, what I'm saying. He's like Silent Bob. He's like, he'll say shit for half an hour, and then he'll drop the shit you need to hear. That's like, why I was saying the Penn and Teller thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know which one of them is which. Uh, I don't know. The short one doesn't The short dude. That's Teller. That's Teller. He doesn't ever say anything, but he speaks volumes in his actions. You know what I mean? He's the one that like reveals the trick or like keeps it moving or, you know what I mean? Like, it's an interesting dynamic that's sort of similar. Anyways. No, I'm just, you know, I'm just, yeah, riffing right now. Mezcal Aquasanta. We need Welcome the subtitles back. for that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. You can check. You can check the tape for what we were talking about there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just some ideas. <laughs> you know, I'm always giving. I already that. know. <laughs> there's there's two types of people, oh, wait, right? As soon as an episode <laughs> drops, I'll watch it, and I'll be like, like watch myself, because I'm like, and I'm like, hey, old friend, do you see the episode? He's like, no. 
<laughs> but I watch that motherfucker as soon as it comes out. I'm like, oh man, you know, I've probably said some crazy shit. I guess Frederick doesn't have that word. <laughs> he didn't say shit. So he's not worried about it. I'm tripping. I said something fucked up. He didn't say shit. That is Kevin a good Smith, idea. Though. Thank you for Silent Bob. Now I know. Silent there you Bob. go. Just mentioned that. Yeah. Just mentioned that's wild. Yeah. 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 Drop the jewel. Connected. Fuck. Yo, I had a whole ass point I was going to get into. Couldn't have, been, <laughs> couldn't have been that important. You forgot it. Yeah. All right. So uh, one thing I find interesting. So like, we're Sipset, right? Yep. They're LDN. And yes, how many sir. members do you have in your crew? We got about eight artists, and then we got two videographers, and uh, about four or five producers. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. How how do you like delegate the work? Like or like or like I guess what I mean is like. So like. With the producer, say you enlist a producer to do a track for you, right? Or they're like, I got a beat for you, right? Mm -hmm. You guys as a collective, would you still be like, I'm going to pay you? Or is it just we collect the royalties together? You, so usually we just collect the royalties together. Because yeah. we're just, we're in a, we literally started this just because we were having fun. Mm -hmm. So then now we do, we just collect it all together. So if my friend makes a track, I mean makes the beat, and I do the tongue, I'll give them 50% because we just, that's just us. You know yeah, what I mean? So we yeah. just collect it half and half. It's, it's just about just, the yeah, mutual, yeah. like, it's everybody. Respect and just making the music and enjoying and having fun. Yeah. And it's like, you know, working with a lot of people is fucking hard. Especially when you got different personalities. Yeah. Different, even if you're all friends. Yeah. Right? No, it is hard. It is hard. Yeah, the ego, the ego shit got nuts. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and, and just scheduling. You know True. what I mean? Like life, you know, you got family, you got Everyone probably work, what, you got fucking people, music, you got like blah, 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 trying to get everybody together. Like, you know, so like in terms of like making an LDN album, mm -hmm. is that something you guys got? Well, we did the first one that dropped last yeah. year. Yeah, but like, the next like one is very how close. hard was that to oh, put was, out? So we recorded the what, all in one, what, two weeks just before Christmas. So yeah. we all got our Christmas break. So what, I was in grade 12, something. So all of us got our Christmas break and we literally stayed in his basement for two weeks straight every single day. Knocking tracks. Just knocking, knocking tracks. tracks. We made more than what was on it. Yeah. yeah. But then some of them we just took off or some and people used our mixtapes and stuff. Christmas Eve, we mixed it. We mixed it. On, on Christmas <laughs> Eve, we mixed and mastered the whole thing. See, yeah. that's yeah. fucking that's dope. Fine. I love that shit, right? <laughs> well, we were there, what, 10 to, 10 to 4? Right till we had to go and to my dance house. Dinner, yeah. Yeah. Right up until like, this is like the meal. You know, when you're That's doing true. this music shit, especially with people you love, yeah. you know, like you become a family. No, you know what real. I mean? And like, yeah. like, even though it's Christmas, like you're still spending time with your family, yeah, like doing yeah. what you need to do. Nah, like for I wouldn't even know him without music, but he's like one of my best friends now, mm. based off music and then knowing who he is. Yeah. I mean, him talk more than music now. It's not just about music. Yeah, yeah. but that's it's where it tough. began. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's like such a beautiful thing, you know, like, uh, like when we, like we met in Newfoundland. You know what I mean? Like I knew him. He had no clue who the fuck I was. I was just some like <laughs> little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I was you know some little you motherfucker. Know I was like, you know, I was like recognized him across the bar when I was like, you know, I'm watching like your shit. I've been a fan since like a young age. You want to have a drink? And I'm coming up. My set's coming up soon, so maybe stick around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And then we took the shot, and then like over the course of that weekend, just like getting to know each other. As like artists and people, like yeah. we just were like ah, like I fuck with you as a person, like you know what I mean? Like I fuck with your art. It's one thing to fuck with somebody's art and then fuck with them as a person, exactly. right? And like that's like, like I've made so many friends through this music shit. Like even people that I started out as my rivals, 
right? Or like people had rap battle and then we'd have beef and then we became friends over it. And it's like, it's really interesting about like the healing power of music. No, or, like, for real. The connectivity of music. How much people I met in the last like two years, like rapping, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. thing about this shit though is it's crazy because you meet a lot of good people and you meet a lot of shady motherfuckers. No, you do too, yeah. Right? And it's really hard to di- like sometimes to distinguish the two. And sometimes it gets muddled, like it's like business and like uh, so crazy is like. Definitely. Like, I think it's really important to surround yourself with people that you just genuinely fuck with. Yeah, you gotta but, have the good positive energy. But sometimes right? you gotta compromise. And that's just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's life. Or not. Don't compromise. Don't. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't yeah. Compromise I, mean, I feel that response, like, man. There's, there's no reason to. <laughs> yes. Why would you? Well, I mean, yeah. I, I think that you're always gonna. There's always gonna be, you know, situations where you're, you know, you're in a, a room with other people that you may not necessarily like want to go and have breakfast with, but like, oh yeah, okay. you got to build or whatever. Yeah. Like, you gotta like, you gotta play, you play nice. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Or like. You gotta roll with the punches, or like if it's a business opportunity and you know money's at stake, um, you know. Yeah. You, I, you know. I'm not saying sell. No, I know. There's a difference yeah. between being like cordial with somebody and like professional, yeah. and then really fucking with somebody. Yeah, no, I know. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like so, like you know, say, I think your steez is weird, but everything in the contract's looking right, and you're offering me ten grand to do whatever, whatever, right? And there's nothing that I'm like morally against. Like you're not somebody I'm morally against. They did some fuck shit that I can't fuck with. But like I just I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's all about you. reading vibes. Right? Yeah. But that's ten grand that I can use. That's ten grand. That's ten grand I could use to feed my loved ones or to further invest in my music yeah. so that I don't have yeah. to fuck no, with you in the future. No questions. So like it's really like I guess one of the big things for me is like my homie Glenn. Who's one of my friends? He's like my big homie. We were friends since I was like 14. Shout out Glenn. He produced my first project. Yeah. Glenn's um, fucking phenomenal. We were at the mall one time. What up, Glenn? <laughs> Shout out Glenn. Shout Glenn out Glenn. 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 If you don't know Glenn, Glenn. you should get to know Glenn. Because sure. honestly, fucking real, real dope. It ain't always pretty, Glenn. but it's always real. That's all you expect from Glenn. Uh, it ain't Shout always pretty, Glenn. but it's always real. We were at the mall, okay? Who? Me and my homie Glenn. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Shout out to Glenn all the time. 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 Shout out to Glenn all is like on this big billboard for American Eagle, rocking all this shit. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, cuz I would never like, what the fuck, Joey Badass? Like, that's yeah. not your steed. Like, I don't fuck with that. He's like, he's like, I was like, I was like, I would never do that. If they ever offered me that, I would never do that. And he's like, he's like, he looks at me, he's like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if they offer you 200 grand to wear that motherfucking denim jacket, yeah. and then you can use that fucking 200 grand to fund like your people and actually dreams, build things. You're gonna do that oh, shit. Yeah, for sure. Because that's not like a real big sellout. Yeah. No, no, you know what I mean? It's not like going against your morals or yeah. values. Not even like, and if anything, like, you're Eagle. getting people yeah. that are buying that brand to listen to Joey Badass's morals and like yeah. listen to his music, and yeah. he has something important to say. You know really what I mean? important to say. He's one of yeah. my favorite for sure. So, like, it's not compromising what he has to say. So, like, yeah. as long as it. 
as long as any deal doesn't compromise like your price, values and your morals. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I, mean. I would I, like. I, like if somebody offered me a million bucks to do some shit that I was morally against, that's a different story. Yeah. Right. Like that's. But <laughs> 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 well, the real question is: Are you taking that million though? Are you really going to think about it? Like, what if it was something like not too bad? You taking that million dollars? I mean, like I would stay in a haunted house overnight for. Them. Yeah, I would stay in a haunted house overnight. <laughs> I don't want to work. But like, I mean, it, it like like it like. Israel, cat face. It depends. <laughs> like, and I'm a very strongly principled person. Like the things mm. I believe, I believe strongly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the vibe I get from you. Yeah, like like whatever I feel, I feel strongly. So like I can't go against myself. Yeah. Do you know I what I mean? That. Like I can't. I can't. Yeah. So. Then like, again, you know, I know you'd be willing to do some dirt for a large pizza. Or some more mezcal. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. When you're saying dirt, it's dirt by other people's standards. It's exactly. not dirt by yeah. my yeah. standards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's morally okay with me. Exactly. One man's okay. trash is another, another man's man. treasure. What was that? When doors got closed, <laughs> I found a window on climbing. There you go. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like... But like yeah, I like I'm a strongly like principled person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know, and there's like differences between like legality and principles. Like, you know, I I smoke weed. Even when weed was illegal, I smoke weed proudly. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Like cuz I'm not hurting nobody. Yeah. Right? The fact that it's illegal is just bullshit, right? But that's different than like hurting somebody unwarranted or like, you know, like spreading some Shit, that's a lie that will end up like hurting people. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. so yeah, I'm not with that either. I feel <laughs> that's why when I was in high school, I stayed quiet. I said something to the wrong person. Everyone knew, and it just was something that just people didn't need to know. Yeah, and, and like, in this city, mean. you know, in the world in general, especially with yeah. social media, oh, well, shit can just get city, out. But in this city, it's bad. It's like, something that's just bad. like like. And like, yo, it's like a big game of telephone. Like, be one person hears one thing, they tell it somebody travels. else. The whole story gets fucked up <laughs> and switched. And like, and it's an interesting thing as an artist, right? Is like, is like exposing yourself. It's different between what you do in your music and how you live in your life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly. What you mean. But it's like, it's an interesting dynamic, like how people will like equate the two. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes I'll say something in a, like a song that's just like, like I'll write a song about being like angry, right? And okay. I'll be like going back, and people will be like, "He's fucked." Like, but it's yeah. like no, it's I'm just expressing, expressing this emotion. This is how I feel during this You know this what song. I mean? Like yeah. this is like yeah. how I express myself in a healthy manner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody relates to that. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm fucking drinking this bubble. Like that. <laughs> did you find? Did you start writing music? Did you have a goal in mind when you started writing music? I didn't want to be a rapper. I was going to be a producer. Yeah? I'm like, Grade nine, I started making beats because I saw my friend making beats for fun. So I was like, that's cool. Download the FL, got that for free, you know, crack version. And then when I started what making. What made you switch? What made me switch? So I started making beats and no one rap on the beats. So yeah, who else going to rap on the beats? But I also, when I was younger, I wrote poetry. Okay. So like I won a couple competitions in grade five and six. So I had a net, like I felt like I could do it. Yeah. I just didn't. It wasn't like the first thing it I wasn't, wanted to do. Yeah. And then that's when I started rapping. That's when I came up with my first song, Family Auction. When I sam when I sample uh, the same sample uh, Jay Z used actually for four four four. Okay. I forget What's what song the it is. Story of OJ. What song was it? Not that one. I forget what song it was on four four four. It's one of the last ones, but I sampled the exact same song he used, so I could just make that because it's like that was the mood I was in. Mm. 
the thing is, being a producer or being a rapper are two different mentalities, mm-hmm. right? Because being a rapper, you're you're up front, you're getting the attention, like you're you're center stage, yeah. like you're you're putting yourself out there. Producer, you're kind of more in the background. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. so like, yeah. did it's something shifting though? It just depends who you are. I feel like yeah. there's producers that we all know now that are like. Like really, really known and like yeah, this. You know like I mean? back then, probably in like the nineties, you wouldn't really know some producers like that. Well, the thing is, like you're known, yeah, but it's not always your face out there. I guess, yeah, yeah. right. It's not you on stage. Yeah. It's like you know what I mean. Like you're known and you're known for how dope your shit is, but mm. like you can be dope in the background. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean. Whereas if you're a rapper, you're the one saying shit. You're the one that's telling your whole life story Lovely and talking, yeah. to you, right? Yeah. And like you're in everybody's right. grill. Like the mentality has to be different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm an egotistical motherfucker. You know what I mean? You're not putting me in the background. Like, yeah. I had to be a rapper. I mean, like, you know my, what I mean? Like, like, what my, like, when I learned and started making beats, like, I make a lot of my beats for all my friends in the collective now. Like, uh, like this year when a lot of mixtapes come, I'll be have like five tracks, five tracks too, on each mixtape type for producing. But like, it's just me passing on. Like, I want to teach people how to produce in my group. So then, like, for me, when I produce, they made my music better. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 100 better. For me, like just being able to make the beat, okay, I can add this. Oh, now I want to take this up when I say this burn. And I just know how to do all that Learning stuff Learning about how you want and yourself to sound exactly. is very and, important. And you can make a beat for you. Yeah. Like you can have the, create the whole vision. And exactly. I just started producing recently and just like understanding, even like I'm not very good, like just the basics of how structure is, yeah. like helps you. No, it really does. Develop. Even the structure. Most definitely. Off rip. As soon as yeah. I first started producing, I started rapping. It was like, that was the first thing I did though. So I never started rapping and then started making beats. I started making beats and then rapping. Yeah. So I already knew the structures. Like, I've been laying those songs yeah, for the last there's like, like a big difference between like making songs and rapping. Like, yeah. it's a whole different ball. Yeah, I started making songs pretty much when I started. And I actually studied music for what? So in grade nine, before I released my first track in grade 10, in grade nine, I studied all the 90s music, all the 2000s music, and basically just every rapper for like a whole year before I even started like making music myself. So I started like writing rhymes. Just knowing what a bridge is just sets you apart from yeah. a shit ton of rhymes. Yeah. And like, honestly, that's like or from counting like... Bars. Or, yeah, yeah, counting yeah. bars. Yeah, counting bars. Yes, counting bars is huge. <laughs> it's got 68 bars. Yeah. I couldn't count bars forever. I'd just be like, I'm done. <laughs> like, or no, I just keep rapping. See, but that's why when I produce, because I know when, I, when I'm making the beat, I know when I want the chorus to come in the structure yeah. so I can count the bars. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And also coming back to the producer rapper thing, like I've, I've always been a fan of Gangstar. And like I think that that group is an example of where like the producer, well, the producer and the rapper work together harmoniously. But like in a lot of ways, like DJ Premier overshadowed mm. Guru. Like people would just like know, you know, a pre primo beat. Like it would just be, be so distinct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would stand out. In a whole mix of tracks, like any like radio mix, you know that's a primo track. You know what I yeah, mean? So. Yeah, I do agree with you, but I guess the the way it is is it's, it's different. Yeah. Right? Is like, you know it's a primo track based on the merit of the work and like what kind of samples he uses, and you like really respect well, it as being dope. Yeah, but as like, you know, when they're on stage, Guru or Premier's in the back DJing, yeah. and Guru's in the front rapping. Yeah. And like, Premier might say a few words between sets, but mostly it's like, yeah. Even but, though but, the, but even, even though, though, even the though the contribution say, yeah. is equal. Yeah. Well, even though he's not saying a lot, like Preem doesn't need to. 
know what I mean? Like, he, he does engage with the crowds at his shows and whatnot. He's very vocal on the mic and, you know, he's doing cuts and, like, he's interacting. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Um, and it's a very important yeah. part of the oh, set. Yeah. Yeah, and finding sure. your unique like sound or style, like even like Timberland and the more like pop center, like you can you know when a Timberland yes. beat comes on. Yeah, oh, for exactly. sure, you know yeah. when. But a like, Timberland you know, person. like uh, there was this point in time where like Timberland started fucking just dropping a couple joints with Nelly Furtado, and it was after Nelly Furtado started like dropping off a little bit, and it like revamped her whole album. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it like revamped her shit, and like engaged him with a different audience than he'd ever. Would have been with before. yeah, been a part of. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he, he didn't he like launch her career like yeah, that's yeah. I thought that yeah. Well, I remember like, she had one it, joint like, that was big before, and then she kind of like dipped off, yeah. and then she came back with the like promiscuous fucking okay. girl yeah. or whatever. Anyways, oh, it's, yeah. Oh, yeah, mystery girl, yeah. whatever it's Promis- called. Promiscuous. No, I did. Back in the day, I did like an edit song. Sometimes I know that song. Yeah, you give me the loot. You put the hot dog down. You gotta move you gotta be in. You're getting instructed, but oh, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh my gosh, Sheldon's helping us. Shout out to Mezcal Aqua Santa. If you wanna have fun, drink that shit. If you wanna order a pizza before 3 p.m., call somebody other than Randy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, Randy. No, I just joking. I got mad love for Randy, yo. But you know, I'm hungry. Um, you know what? You should have just made arrangements earlier. I, I should have just came with a burger in my pocket. Yo, I keep it tucked. Sounds like I keep that motherfucking thing on me. Creeping down a grick with something in the jacket. Keep, keep it on the hip. People always worry about my dietary habits. You got three or four oh, the McDoubles in your pocket or something. Is that, so, is that wrap it up? Are we getting a wrap it up? Yeah, okay, sweet. Are we getting a wrap it up? Well, Man, thanks for coming out to Paulo's uh, thoughts. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Greg. We're combining two episodes.